Honda's got great deals across a great range all month long. In fact, they're so great that we can't tell you exactly what they are. So what's the deal? Come in to find out and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. See honda.com.au for details. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Yo! Eddie, we back! <laughs> Tom! How are you, mate? That was unexpected. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to kick it off with a little bit of yeah, excitement. A bit of passion, man. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast. If you haven't listened to us before... I'm Tom. And I'm Eddie. And we are a couple of sports fans who like to talk sport. The Cup- week that was, like to dribble. Couple of dribblers. Couple of punters like yourselves. Exactly. So as I think we've said on previous podcasts, if you're, if you're looking for the specific nuanced breakdowns of plays, positional you know, situations, and all that sort of shit. Playbook stuff? Playbook stuff. You're not getting that here. No, no, no. We couldn't be further from the playbook. And this ain't a thing of like, let's throw out the playbook. More just a, we aren't. We don't understand the playbook. We, we don't get it. We, it's not that we throw it out. It's like we literally don't understand it. So it's sort of... It's like trying to read music. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Can't do it. Yeah. I'd love to. It'd be a hoot. Yeah. But I can't. So we just dribble instead. So we dribble. So we're going to be talking a little sport. But first, Eddie. First. Yeah? How are you? Well. Very well, Tom. You good? Yep. Back to the swing of things. Uh... A week since since I've I've landed back on these on these shores. Yeah, Tom. you seemed a little bit dusty last show. Back in the greatest country of all, isn't uh, it? Just feeling like myself again. Mm. Um, yourself though. July, February. That, yeah, I've yeah. So look, uh, in the throes of in the throes of like the last month of summer. I'm not happy about it, right? But I obviously. Have, Seems like a strange time to do it. Look, I've got a beautiful girlfriend to uh, to to keep happy, Edward. And unfortunately for me, yeah, this month she's decided to pencil down that it's going to be a dry Feb. Is, now, this, look, a, is this a weight thing? Look, as in my personal weight? Yeah. Look, I'm sure I'm sure she's not telling me that it's that it's a thing, but it's probably a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably they're, something to do with you know some weight I'm issues. Sure, I'm sure they're tight. Look, it's it's got to be. They're definitely linked together. Yeah. On the on the plus side, it is the shortest month of the year. Yeah. If you were thinking about going a month without drinking, I've certainly never done that before, Eddie. You know me. I know you. You know me. I've never gone a month. I've never gone a month without drinking since I started drinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what. So you mean. is this all vices? Is this? Is this? No. February free of vice? No, no, just booze free. I'm not just booze. Yeah, yeah. If I have any other vices, which I'm not prepared to name. On this podcast, yeah, yeah, I'm, they, they they're all, they're all up for they're all going. They're okay. still going. Okay, they're still running. And it's not like there are multiple ones. I'm not shooting up. No, 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 no. I yeah. no, I understand. But but you're you're you know I'm a man. You're you know cultured. I mean? Tom. I'm a cultured man, and there are certain things that a man needs. <laughs> yeah, you're cultured. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I will say this: you look healthier. <laughs> it's only been four days. I know you're glowing. <laughs> you're glowing. Look how you were hoping the show. That's true, right? Yeah, I, and I didn't even realise. It's just coming out of it's me. It's just coming out of your loins, Tom. I should have, you know what? It's I, empowering. I'm going to let you know, I don't know how much I weigh because, you know, just for my own sort of mental uh, happiness, I choose not to weigh myself. Well, the, I think the, those scales, the ones in your bathroom, I think they... They, they still, gave up a long time well, ago. they gave up. They also conked out past 120, a, yeah, I think, yeah. was the number. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they peak at a certain number. Yeah, yeah, so there's, only, there's only so many numbers can be put on yeah, the, on the be, dial. Essentially, I've been 120 kilograms for, what, like five years now? Yeah, five or six. 
So I'll let I'll let the punters and dribblers know maybe how much I lose. I got it just so everyone knows. I'm not actively trying to lose weight here. I'm just actively trying to not drink beer or, or alcohol. Yeah. Well, no, you're actively trying to keep your girlfriend happy. You think that's fair? I think that's fair. I think it's time to maybe talk a little sport. Love to. Uh, we have obviously got some Super Bowl shit to talk about. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of rugby league rolling around, Eddie, that I think we'll probably touch on. There's a few other. There's a couple there's other a little tidbits that we'll touch on. Get ready for it. Get stiff for it, because we're talking about it now. So, Eddie. Tom. Super Bowl. Couldn't really give a shit. Well, look, as, as, as the majority of Australian men and women, I think we'll be, we are all in agreement on this, that it's just not our cup of tea. No. Uh, and I don't mind tea. Like, I love tea. Not, but my, not my cup. Mm. You know? I'm yeah. drinking from someone else's cup. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not sure what's in it. I feel like this is a weird, this is some weird, like, herbal tea. Well, it may be herbal. I'm not it, sure. But it's not my cup. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, would, you, would you walk up to a... To a, to a, a random bloke a on the street? A random bloke on the, on the street and start drinking his tea? No, I wouldn't. God, no. God, no. You're and asking for trouble, particularly if it's been left somewhere. Yes, we digress. Look... It goes a bit long for my liking, but I found the Super Bowl this year to be interesting. It was a more it was the more interesting game. I was of engaged. Yes. It seemed to two and fro. Was Brady going to come back again? Yeah, both teams are. It was. It went down to the final play. Went, went down to the final play. Bit, bit of a hail mary. Absolutely, didn't, it didn't was. Come off. The gods weren't with Brady that night. No, the footballing gods of that is Tom. Yeah, because the real gods, I think they are. Because his life just looks terrific. But I want to talk about this. Because the game, again, X's, nose and playbooks, mate. It's not our go. Nor especially a game like NFL where it's not a cup of tea. We can't be talking about a cup of tea we don't know or understand. But Philadelphia fans, Philadelphia win their first ever Super Bowl. Town went a little mad. Yeah, I'm like just a little bit mad. They've kind of lost the plot completely. They're, it seems like the, their reaction is more akin to a team being robbed of their first Super Bowl rather than one who have just won one. Well, it's it, it yeah. Can I just give you a little rundown on a couple of things, a couple of the goings-on uh, around Philadelphia? I'd like to hear them. I mean, I've seen a couple. Well, I'm sure you have. So, look, I mean, they're completely ripping apart the city. They're looting. They're flipping cars, mainly Priuses. Uh, a police horse has been stolen. They're scaling uh, City Hall fence trying to get a keg in so they can drink a keg inside City Hall. Uh, the police, as a means to try and deter climbing of poles and yeah. lamps and street lights, uh, have greased them. Yes. Now, this inherently, still, it how seems does, like... How a, does one grease a street light? A street light or a... Like, where do they... Where, what are they greasing it with? I also didn't know. Was that and like... have they got, like, industrial-sized tubs of, of grease? grease. Which they just sort of have on hand for moments like this. <laughs> for Super Bowl wins, That's or just a... for for big for, for big sporting victories, or ro- or 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 just riots, or riots. in general. You just got you got to grease get... a thing. Must I, be a thing. It must be. I'm wondering. Yeah, because I've never heard of that before, and 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 you know what? From all from all sort of footage that I've seen, it couldn't have gone worse. They've managed to climb it. It's now just more dangerous. Yeah, they're they're just slipping off. Well, Whilst I, they're on top, though, I saw a tweet saying you can't grease a fence. Is as that in, like a haiku or something? Or like, we, I mean, is as that in, like a as in like existential statement? You, 
I think it's it was from the mind of a Philly fan who's who's running deep into the night. Yeah, right. He's on the he's on, on the, the real, on the highs of a Super Bowl win in the depths of a band. I mean, he could be perhaps forgiven for grammar and, and mindset at that point. Uh, you, you should be. All I'm trying to point out is that. There was grease about. There was grease everywhere. Evidenced by a number of tweets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, grease-based tweets. Grease-based tweets, that's right. Eddie, the one that really took my took my attention. Well, yeah. Like, it, it, it took out. This year, it took our attention. This is, this is unheard of. This isn't even, like, I am, you know, I'm almost, I can understand a bit of looting after your team wins. You've got, you got the blood running through, you know what I mean? You're hopped up on sort of like... Fucking the crowd and everything, and you know you're smashing shit. You, you know, yeah, you say you're running a muck. Yeah, you steal a horse. I get, I get that. You've got a bloody lamppost over your shoulder. Yeah, you're high on life. You're high on life. Your team's just got its first ever ring, first bowl, first bowl. But one gentleman, I think, has probably woken up a little bit like he'd be regretting his behaviour from the night before. Hey, you loot a store, not too bad. This man, if you want to go to our Instagram, Hello Sport Podcast. Is eating horse shit off the ground. Encouraged to. Encouraged to. And happily obliging. Happily obliging. Cameras in his face. This has gone global. This is one man in a whole city of riders, right? Everyone in this city is losing their shit, but one man is a one, is a man I'll remember. <laughs> I don't remember who the fuck was standing on the post or smashing shit or like stealing cars or whatever. But this man, this one Philadelphia man, is on his knees with like 50 cameras in his face, just fucking gorging on horse shit. <laughs> Getting his fill, Tom. Like the man hasn't eaten in years. Well, you would you would think that he hasn't eaten in years, Eddie, but I mean. And and just gathering by the, the crowd, the sheer number of people watching him and the amount of people on their phones, he's sort of. He may have been at it for some time. Yeah, he might. Well, he said, we've almost only caught him we as caught he's him finishing the, the meal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's eaten a lot. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, God knows how much was there at the at the beginning of the footage, which is on again on our Instagram page. It's a it's a tough one to it's a tough one to work through. But man. how do you like, how do you sell that to the to the grandkids? So let's say they don't win another one, and you know you. you you're sitting back telling stories. Sunday Arvo. That night, the bloody Phillies won. The, the Eagles won the... What was it like, Dad? Or Granddad, even? Pop. Well, I think, you know what? Dad would be more embarrassing. Granddad, he could be well, he could be old and telling lies. But this is a story that I think continues through the ages. Oh, it does. So, yes, he tells his, his sons or, and daughters and perhaps grandchildren as well. So, how, what was it like, Dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, I don't really want to talk about it. Look, I really want to. I'm over it. It was good, though. I don't, like, I don't actually remember. No, I don't remember I don't too actually much. remember. But, but, but in the age of social media and, and, and digital archives, Tom. The internet well, doesn't forget. The internet's not going to forget that one too no. soon. Because uh, I found this dad, video, Dad, dad that this looks is this awfully you? like you. Looks like you were concerned that your scarf was getting in the poo, but you were happily... You were happy. You were happy to indulge in it because yeah. he's. he's he, in, if you, you'll see in the video, the scarf keeps falling down to the horse shit, and it, much to his concern, <laughs> keeps trying to get the the scarf out of the horse shit. Well, yeah, well, I mean he's not an animal. <laughs> he's not an animal. He's got to walk around the rest of the night with that bloody scarf well, he'd on. Be stinking a shit. <laughs> you would expect him to bloody. You got to keep himself clean. He doesn't want to have shit all over his scarf. What's a man to do? Eat it, absolutely. But how dare I'm not. I'm not putting it on my filly. No. What, rub it all over my body? No. No, no, no. no. We're not animals in Philadelphia. No, no, no. I mean, we'll eat it. We <laughs> Happy to eat it. Well, happy to eat it. Happy to loot and steal and uh, lie. Willing. Absolutely willing. Ready but, and willing, but, but I'm not. But if you think I'm going to roll around in, in horse shit. Hey, I will 
I will eat horse shit, but I draw the line on horse shit on my clothes. Particularly my scarves. Particularly scarves. Probably a Mark and Jacobs. Something quite nice. Well, I, I don't no, know what they no, were. No, 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 it was a Philadelphia Eagles scarf. Of course, of course. It wasn't anything zhuzhy. <laughs> it wasn't zhuzhy. I don't know if a man that eats shit wears zhuzhy clothes. <laughs> are we done with the NFL? I do have a funny story I'd like to recap. Yeah, well, yeah, we are done with NFL for sure. That's long gone. So Robert Kraft is that uh, of, is that of like Kraft? Well, uh, oh, well I th- was the old Kraft sing- Kraft peanut butter and Kraft singles, Kraft singles fame, oh, Vegemite. Look exactly. I tried to look into it. Wasn't immediately clear. Sort of owns a conglomerate, this man. Okay. Uh, wasn't able to ascertain whether or not the Kraft single itself and the Kraft peanut butter range fell directly underneath <laughs> or within the umbrella okay. of, of the Kraft brand. But we are talking about a man. We are talking about the owner of the the Patriots. Okay. okay. Current owner? Current owner. Okay. Has been the owner for many years. Yes. So he was going for, along with Brady, his sixth Super Bowl win, okay? Mm-hmm. As owner of the Patriots. Mm. You get a ring if you're an owner. I'd hope so. I mean, I think you, you, they just hand out rings. I'm pretty sure like a fuckload of people get rings. I mean, if you own a team, you can get rings, Well, oh, of course, of course. And he gets like flashy rings made, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was just doing a bit of pre-Super Bowl research, nothing too hectic, just a couple of articles just to... I don't know, prep me up for the day that, yeah, I, get that I don't get, you know? Yeah. The day that I don't understand. You help yourself um, understand. Yeah. And so I come across an article on how Robert's actually down a ring. What do you mean? We should have five, only got four. So he's lost one. He's, he's, done, got, a, he's done a Dylan Walker in Sydney Harbour. Well, he's, well, yeah, exactly right. He's lost one. So we thought, but I dig a little deeper. Turns out he didn't lose it. He'd yeah. lose it. Yeah. Stole it. It's been, it's been stolen. It's been stolen from him, right? And it gets worse. Well, not worse, but more, but more weird, more, more intriguing. Certainly, certainly weird. So Robert's over in Russia. Fuck knows why. Well, that's see that there you go. That's the very weird start to it. So Robert's just over in Russia. Robert post Super Bowl win. Uh, I think it was their second or third, two thousand five. So the third or fourth. Okay, what selling Vegemite to the Russians? Could have been craft singles. Maybe he was selling craft singles because they come in those. They come in that that nice little Very packaging, consumable package, yeah, consumable uh, preservatives, full of preservatives. So Russians need that. Yeah, they they live off that shit. Yeah, they live off canned preservative stuff. Yeah, I mean that's a well, that's a blanket. I mean, call, it's freezing cold. It's freezing yeah, over there. Yeah, you just they, imagine they that they like need stuff that's going to last the Siberian winters. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a huge market for craft singles in that part of the world. Oh, that, that's just a fact. Oh, yeah, I assumed everyone knew that. Yeah, I mean, we've got. We've, sometimes we explain this shit. I feel like we <laughs> underestimate our audience. I think they know that. Of course, they craft know. singles are huge in Russia. Of course, of course. So he's over there. He's obviously he's obviously trying to sell the idea to the to the president himself because this is a big deal. Try some of these. It's a big deal. Yeah. Would you like a craft single? I think this will do a lot for your people. Maybe bring right. you out of poverty. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I hear they're hungry. Exactly. Bridge the gap between East and West. Craft singles. And so Putin goes, sure, I'll try your craft singles if you show me your Super Bowl ring. Oh, really? Craft goes, okay. That's a deal I can get behind. That's, That's a pretty deal. simple. What, a craft single for a, for a Super Bowl ring? You just need to try the ring on. You try it on? I'm sure he's asked for fucking to try the ring on all the time. Everyone's always asking, can I try your ring on, Craft? 
It would have happened a million times. A million times. It's craft cars, of course. Putin, here you are, publicly as well. I mean, there's people around. Yeah. You don't, you, well, they're not doing it in a fucking toilet cubicle, Eddie. They're, I no, mean, no, no, I imagine no, no, this no, no, is no, in no. a palatial not, estate this is, it's, in it's, Russia. This, is, this, is, this was no grubby back alley transaction time. No. This was This was high profile stuff. Yeah, probably cameras around. Cameras around, people around, a lot of people in the room. Yeah. And uh, Putin sort of puts it on, tries it on, and uh, goes... Jeez, I could probably kill someone with this. Well, yeah, you probably could. And then uh, goes, obviously not in English, but in Russian, and goes, right, boys. And him and his KGB boys just meander off out of the room. Just walk out. They just left. With the ring? Yeah. What's Kraft doing here? Well, he's yelling and screaming, clearly. Have we still got a deal? <laughs> I mean, that's probably the first thing that's come through his mind. Second is, did that bastard, did that prick, did that slimy fucker just take my Super Bowl ring? Yet he'd be looking around going, I'm pretty sure he just took my Super Bowl ring. People would be in a grant. But what do you do? It's Putin. And now you're in I've, Russia. Now I've heard, now I've heard, Kraft goes, starts to go to great lengths to get it back. He's pissed off. Oh, as, as he would be. I think uh, they're like 36 grand a ring, I hear. Putin comes out the next day saying, listen, it was given to me as a gift. Prove otherwise. Fair enough. Hey. Kraft doesn't say it that way. Uh, has has, has Kraft's got, well? I mean, I don't, I don't know how you've, uh, how I've, I've led you to believe that. I thought we had a deal, a cheese-based deal here. Yeah, Vladimir. Uh, cheese-based deal falls through. Super Bowl ring, Super Bowl ring doesn't come back. Yeah, feels like stealing. It's been a fucking horrible twenty-four hours of Kraft. Feels like I've been, st- feels like I've been fucking cheated. Um, the government, the U.S. government, have to sort of get crafty on the blower and go, listen, mate. I think it's probably best in and in, in Soviet US relations for Soviet US relations rather if you just sort of just put a lid on this. Just make yourself a new one. Just just leave him alone. Yeah. Leave Putin alone. You know what? That ring's gone. Yeah. It's and, good. Just just let it go. And you know what? Whilst thirty six thousand dollars is a lot of money, it's not really for you though, is it? You're an NFL team. Yeah. I mean, he wears six point two billion grafting. Yeah. And we're, we're talking about threatening nuclear war. Yeah, over a, over a ring. Now, by all means, we'll follow up on the cheese for you, because that seems like a good deal. Eddie, it's time for a bit of rugby league. Your game, my game, Australia's game. Uh, the nations win a game. The Tom. nations win a game. Gods win a game. Uh, he professes it himself. Uh, it's in it's in uh, it's in uh, Colossians. Colossians three, three seven. Three twelve. Three twelve. Three twelve. Yeah. My favourite game in winter is rugby league. Sure. Go out and enjoyeth it. Okay. Um, at Brookvale. Uh, at Brookvale on, on a Sunday, Sunday in with, HD Light. <laughs> when the boys are getting around. Um, check out Trent Barrett. Straight 10. The end. That was... That's that's Colossians. That's Colossians. It's a hell of a read. Um, rugby League. Hodkinson. Hodkinson. Trent Hodkinson, the man without knees, or is that Mullen? No, no I feel like he doesn't have knees. No, Trent no, doesn't have well, knees. Mullen doesn't have hammies. Mullen doesn't have hammies. Trent doesn't have knees. Mullen has... Socks for hamstring. That's it. We, that's well. That's well established. So uh, Trent Hodkinson, he has signed a one-year deal, I think. Honda's got great deals across a great range all month long. In fact, they're so great that we can't tell you exactly what they are. So what's the deal? Come in to find out, and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. See Honda.com.au for details. Pudders and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. 
the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Maybe with the Cronulla Sharks. Thus, uh, resigning Manly to what I would describe as an off-season signing drive from hell. Yeah. We literally couldn't have shit the bed more in terms of trying to sign players. Now, look... We tried to go for more. We got firstly we let Blake Green go, who was a very competent half, a very competent foil for the great Daily Cherry Evans. Yeah, so we've let him go to the Warriors. That's, Perfect foil. Let him let him sign a career suicide deal with the Warriors. He will never win a grand final. Uh he will. He, he's making good money though. He's making good money, but as long as he's happy not winning a grand final. I, but I feel like you felt. I felt the nation felt that. That Matty Moylan was a lock. Uh, yeah. I, look, I was led to believe that Matty and, and Trent had a real good relationship. Yeah. yeah. Trent also happens to be a to be a ten. 
yeah, straight ten to be an alpha alpha stud coach. Hard not to get hard for a coach that who looks you, that good. Who you definitely follow into battle. Yeah. So, so I mean, all all signs pointed to yes to to a green light a green on Ireland. That fell over. That fell over. He went to he went to the Sharks. Then Pierce came up on the market. You know what? And much, uh, you know, it was hard for me to to to, to say and to to re- to be honest. But I started to want Pierce. And I was like, well, okay, now we've got to go for Mitchell Pierce. We fucking lick Ringo. Pierce is on the market. Is Pierce the best half going around? Fuck no. But is he better than uh, most halves going around? Yeah, yeah. That's that's fair to say. Yeah. That's fair to say. Yeah. And with him and Cherry, maybe that could be a nice little combination going on. I mean, we've, we've talked at length about his about his regular season work. Regular season form is without question. It's he, as soon as he gets to September or even a sniff of blue on him that he shits himself and is is, is useless, yeah. rendered useless. So we get our hopes up for Pierce. I'm I'm real excited. I'm thinking, okay, this is this is a bit of silver lining shit here. We've got, we're going to get a blue, a former blue, never to play again blue, into our side. That falls through. He goes to Newcastle, and that stung a little bit because Newcastle are the spoon wardens. But when you find that the Johns brothers were just on the blower daily, it made it a little bit more. Sense. Well, it certainly it softened the blow, Eddie. When the eighth's on the blower. It's going to make it a little hard for you to gonna, say no exactly. to, to say no to the eighth, but to a to a club that deals exclusively in spoons, like Newcastle, to be spurned for Newcastle yeah. when your club, my Fre- club, fresh off a double spoon, f- they're fresh off a double spoon. Is it a triple spoon? I think it's a triple spoon. There's a lot of spoons. There's a shitload of spoons, enough to bloody fill a kitchen. Yeah, we have got rings for days. Soup kitchen. Soup kitchen. So that hurt, and then. As the flow-on effect happens, Mitchell Pierce goes to Newcastle, and then Hodkinson, the man without knees, looks like he's without a job. So manly. The irrelevant trend. Drag ourselves up off the fucking canvas. We're beaten. We're bloodied, and we've gone, oh, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just take Hodkinson then. No, fuck it. No, look, don't. I know we. I know he's got no knees. I know he's irrelevant, but we need someone here. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just take him. Just someone call him and tell him to come here. Give him the address. Yeah. He can he can sleep on Trent's couch, and then he says no, and goes to the Sharks as well. Stings a little. It stings a little, and I guess we're left to go. What the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on, Trent? What's going on, Trent? Now, now is Trent throwing the jersey back on? Is that an is option? this a player coach sort of thing? Is this is this what this is? And maybe, is Trent coming back? Maybe even captain coach. I don't mind him relieving daily of his duties. <laughs> Wouldn't be adverse to that. Maybe we call for Trent to come back. Trent, I tell, I'll give you a tip. Those polos, they're extra large. Oh, they are, it'll fit, and they're tight as fuck on him. Oh, yeah, he's huge. He's he, in he's in tremendous shape. He'd be the biggest player on the team. He'd be he's in tremendous shape. Yes, tremendous conditioning on the man. Uh, got the head of a coach and the head of a of a of a wiser older man. So clearly he's gonna he's gonna be able to lead the boys around the park, but also probably see a couple of things that the the younger boys aren't seeing. I don't think the game's passed him by, Eddie. If that's what you're alluding to, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I'm alluding to. I don't to. think the game's passed him by by any means. I think he's ready to go. I think he'd be a great addition to the squad, and I wouldn't rule out a return to blue if he has a couple of good games. <laughs> Give him half a good what first. First ten, first has ten it, games. You're telling me if he has a, a blinder of a first ten, a blinder, Tom, of Fre- a first ten. Freddie isn't going to consider him. You're telling me his old pal Freddie's not putting him in blue. 
Big Bash is over. Yeah. Do we do we know who won? Uh yeah. Look, I know. Who was it? The Adelaide Strikers. Strikers. Sid's yeah. boys. Sid's boys. Sid's apparently. I feel like 2020 might be the format for Sid's post banana, like since his banana, he's turned to banana diet, but exclusive banana diet. Is he still on that banana diet? I think I thought we talked him off that. We tried, we certainly tried, but no, he's still he is still living and breathing bananas, and I think that's it's it's a it's a 2020 man's it's food. a 2020 man's diet. It's yeah. just pure bananas, and I think that showed the strikers' performance in the. Big Bash final against the Hobart Hurricanes. Two teams I couldn't give less of a shit about. Now, that's not really the point. Just wanted to I just wanted to see what, what you thought is. Because, see, I, every time, you know, end of the year rolls around, starts heating up, you got fuck all to do, you're sitting on the couch, you're, the talking, you're, savings, you're talking about December here? I'm talking about December stuff here. Yeah. Life's real good. Uh, December is one hell of a month. Yeah. It, you got that. There's test cricket. We're in the throes of a test We're cricket series. throes of test cricket. And if there's no cricket on, there's big bash on. There's a buzz in the air. People are drinking four or five times a week. Yes. Very festive. Very people, festive. Are, people are just feeling good and up and happy about their lives. Exactly. You know what I mean? And big bash is humming. It's, it's, got, it's got the hum of its life. Exactly. And that's all anyone's talking about. It's so good, Big Bash, that I literally could not tell you anything about the A-League. No, no one in the nation cares about the A-League. Well, I think the A-League's done its dash. It's dead. It, it, it did a dash for, what, maybe maybe a season or two when had a Del Piero was Del running Piero. around. We've been over this, you know. They had a good run. I think the A-League now needs to take a good hard look at themselves and maybe, maybe take themselves out the back. Shoot themselves. Or give themselves a good Give whip. themselves a whip. A little bit too suicide central there. I yeah. don't know if that's appropriate. Maybe just, I was probably looking for a whip. Yeah, we'll do that. Or maybe just carry themselves off, off into the sunset. Again, much better option. Sure. But I just wanted to see, so, so what the Big Bash did this year, they, they, they increased their games from 35 games last year. To 43 this year. Now, that may not seem like much. It's 10 more, though. So that would be one game per side. Yes. I would assume. And I just felt like the season itself got to a point where I stopped giving a fuck. And and everyone's back at work, and the year started again. So Big Bash doesn't have that same appeal of, like, this is the holiday game. This is, like, I've got fuck all to do game. This is, like, oh, yeah, I'm getting pissed all the time and just sort of running amok sort of a game. It's now, like... I've got shit to do, man. I can't be watching fucking Big Bash. Yeah, yeah. My life's my life's like back on. It's back on now. I, it's it's February. Yeah, I don't have time to watch pajama cricket anymore. It's February. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like the Australian Open as well takes a bit of bit of huff and a bit of puff out of it. A hundred percent, it does. Why is it the final the like the weekend before the Australian Open starts? starts. There's an idea for you. It's they're just they're trying to make more money. And it's just not working for the game. It's not good for the game. I'll give you a tip. You could start the Big Bash in the last week of November. You could. That's it. That's it. People are still... Mate, November November hum's a thing. It's kicking off then. Second half of November, you're the hum of your life going. Mate, any time after uh, the, the, the Melbourne Cup, you're essentially... Getting pissed whenever you want. Christmas parties, which midweek is, which vendors. Is the, which is the first Tuesday of November. Exactly. So any time after that, bloody, it's a free-for-all. We can start it then. But to have it running into the Australian Open and then into February, no, the no. worst sporting month on the calendar. Beyond. Beyond the Australian, beyond the Australian Open, Open. Into February, the worst, the driest, the most barren sporting month of the, of the year. Just seems 
odd in the extreme. And I, for one, you for one, I think the nation, for one, just ran out a bit of puff. Well, mate, uh, that, that sentiment is absolutely correct because on the night of the Big Bash final, got, got some TV ratings here. Got some numbers. Got some numbers for you. Top five TV ratings for uh, the night of the Big Bash final. We, at number five, Married at First Sight comes in uh, with a very sort of disappointing from a societal and a cultural sense, 835,000 viewers. Uh, the next one, number four, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, 882,000. Again, very disappointing for society. Yeah. Number three, Seven News. Did not even know that Seven did news. Never watched Seven News in my life. Uh, they had 915,000 viewers. Doesn't really bother me. I just have never watched Channel 7 in my life, apart from the tennis. Number two, Eddie. The Big Bash final. And you know what? And that was that was a uh, 1,043,000 for the Big Bash final mm. at number two. What do you think beat it? You probably won't, but just... What do you reckon? What do you reckon beat the... What do you reckon the Big Bash grand final loss to, Eddie? Sunday night. Sunday night. Prime time. Prime time. Final. Uh, 60 minutes. My... Kitchen rules. Coming in with 1,104,000. Now, if your final, the premiere game of the entire season, the fucking absolute pinnacle of the entire season, is losing to a reality show about cooking in its, what, 15th year? Gotta be. You're playing too many games. And you're going too deep and too long, and you, you, you've, you've now found yourself in February. February's reality TV month. You're in no man's land. Yeah. You're in no man's <laughs> land. And you know what happens in no man's land? You get shot. You get shot. It ain't safe. It's not safe in no man's land. Get back in the trench and get back deep. Before Australian Open. In the January. you got to get back into January I'll where people you, are I'll still give happy. You, I'll, give you, I'll give you at the absolute latest... The third weekend of January to hold the final. That's what it'll allow you. Yeah. I think that's what the nation will allow you. Yeah. Because after that, it's all hands on deck. And February is a dark, dark time. It's a that. dark time. It's a shithole of a month. It's sunny and it's hot, but from a sporting perspective, metaphorically, of course. It couldn't be worse. So let's just have a little look at that, Cricket Australia, and uh, let's just try and clean that up if we could. Unfortunately, Eddie, if reports are to be believed, they're looking at increasing it by another four games next year. Happy to do that. Just shift the calendar back a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You can have as many games as you want. Well, not too many. Not too many. But just shift it. As long as it fits between the first Tuesday in November and the third week of January. Okay. That's all we're saying. Is that easy? I think we've made that pretty fucking simple. That's pretty fucking simple. Fix it. Now, Tom, as you know, as a lot of our dribbler listeners know, we're progressive on this podcast. So, mate, it's 2018. I, I don't think you can get afford. I don't think you can get away with not being progressive in 2018. I just don't think there's any merit to it. But when you're atop the podcast tape, Tom, it is imperative that you maintain progressive values. Exactly. But I reckon... And I reckon you'll agree, and I reckon a lot of our punter dribbler listeners will agree, that this has just gone a little bit far, too far. The, little, the PC police have, have taken another scalp, so to speak, Tom. Mm-hmm. Got another win on their, on their, on their Tally chastity belts. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Grid girls. Gone from the F1. Vale grid girls. Vale grid girls. 
And also Darts Girls, whatever they're called, Valet Darts Girls. Who's going to lead that in that in, in next? Forgive me. Now, it it's seems... It's thunder again. That's okay. Professional darts, you know, where, where it seems to me any, just about anything goes in those crowds. They drink beer while they play darts, Eddie. I've heard that's not what all... That's not the only thing they do. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, Bit of bloody performance enhancers. Well, there's, well, there's, there's whispers on the wind, but again, certainly some, some. You know <clears> what? With for men that fat, I feel like they should be encouraged, yeah. to do a little blow, which yeah. I'm assuming is what you're alluding to, without alluding to it. <laughs> now we find ourselves at this predicament where we, we just, what's, what's next? No more cheerleaders. It, very, very possibly, no more ring card girls in the, uh, in the boxing or the UFC. Well, that, that's, where, that's where I think it's, it looks like it's going for now, me. Now, Eddie, I'd make the argument, and I don't like to argue, but I'd make the argument, Eddie, that these aren't progressive values. Taking away grid girls is not a progressive move. It's actually regressive. Yeah. Because you are taking away a person's ability to, and specifically grid girls, to earn a living. They have gone yeah. there of their own volition. Yeah. They get paid quite well. Perfectly happy. Perfectly happy. Uh, to Who go, made others happy. They made others happy. And, and we're, we're saying we're, we are telling women what they can and can't do. I'm sorry. No, you can't do this. It's not in keeping with our values. Whose values are we fucking... Who, whose who's values? values? At odds with modern day values was the quote from the F1 representative. And you know what that actually is? It's just too... No, no, no. What, 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 to... you, what you meant to say was at odds with... 0.01% of the population's values. And the only ones that can be bothered to kick up a stink and complain are those 1%. And you act, you, you sort of captured the irony of, of, of the whole situation perfectly before because it's those very it's the very same pressure groups demanding an end to glamour girl culture, right? So those pressure groups demanding an end for women entertaining men with their looks, and yep. with their glamour, with their yep. beauty, yep. you know, hotness. Mm -hmm. yep. You want to say that? Yep. For lack of Attractiveness. A sure. Right? It's those very same pressure groups that say women should be allowed to do whatever the hell they want with their bodies. Exactly. Empower themselves yeah. to feel sexy in their own bodies. Yeah. You are a woman. Be proud. Yell it from the rooftops. And I'm with them on that. Hell yeah. They trip themselves over yeah. in their own bullshit. Because they're running around like headless chalks, just yelling at people going, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. And see, that's the problem, is that decisions like this take away from the, the, the real issues that people are actually championing, like sexual assault, sexual harassment. Yeah. And it, and, and it creates uh, an unfair perception from a lot of people where people just go like almost a groan of like oh okay right we're taking away grid girls now are we? oh oh i'm sorry that's now offensive is it are we denying the reality that humans like to look at attractive people from time to time is there anything wrong with that eddie i don't i mean i personally think so i'm not saying exploit people for their looks i'm just saying there are good looking men there are good looking women Everyone's attracted to good-looking people. And even, Why? even straight women are attracted to good-looking women. That's what and I mean. straight men are attracted clearly after we've hammered on about, about Trent Barrett for the last 20 That's minutes. That's it. And now you're trying to tell me... That we can't appreciate good-looking men and women? What about Chippendales? What about some strippers? What about male strippers, Eddie? Look, am I going to water male strippers? No. But can I acknowledge that a male stripper is an attractive man and be happy for him that he is 
found himself a job that pays him money, if he enjoys it... And, and has a bit of fun. Has a bit of fun. Gets his kid off. Gets his kid off, swings his dick around. What about models? He's, he's worked on that kit. Dude, that's, that's blood, sweat, and tears for that for that rig. Uh, you think that body just happens, Eddie? No, Believe no, no. me. <laughs> yeah, if you want to ask anyone, ask Tom. Ask me. That body don't just happen. No, no, not overnight. You want to show that thing off. You know what they're putting in now? Grid kids. But who's going to stand next to them? They're around cars and shit. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to have grid kids, child labor, mind you, grid kids. Around high-powered machinery, probably so some kid's going to get fucking his How head taken off by a sign? by a bouncing tire. Look, I'm happy for the kids to walk the walk the the drivers out, but to to hold big placards in in wind, windy conditions. Yes, often, are you telling me that what's what's more inappropriate, a, a woman, an attractive woman wearing little, you know, potentially scantily clad, but just so maybe yeah. semi-modest, semi-sexy, yeah. holding an umbrella. Over a driver, potentially, or a child. What looks worse? Uh, a child does. Oh, or, or what looks worse? A child holding up sponsorship placards before a race. Breathing in petrol fumes, these or, young lungs. Or, or a woman. Who possibly smokes cigarettes. Who, who's signed up of her own volition. Who's he's getting paid handsomely. Yeah. Her parents aren't getting the dough like this little kid. Are these kids getting paid? Uh, I bet you they're not. It's starting to sound a lot like child labour. I can't imagine the UFC doing that. They'd be like, ah, fuck you, we're not getting rid the of The punter and the dribbler won't stand for it, Tom. No. They won't stand for it. That's us, Eddie. That's us. It's been a pleasure. It's been another big week. Another big week. Another big show. I need to go to bed. I'm tired. But I'll, I'll see you this time next week. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Never stop improving. That's the philosophy behind the dynamic new C-Class range from Mercedes-Benz. The latest generation is sportier than ever before on the outside and more intelligent and luxurious on the inside. Introducing the sedan, coupe, cabriolet and estate. The new C-Class is a range for those who demand more from themselves. Book a test drive at your authorised Mercedes-Benz retailer today and see why it's the sportiest C-Class yet. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.